Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast, your fitness business one-stop shop. (laughs) All All things. things. (laughs) Joined by Randy Yang. So what's up, man? How are we doing, man? That's such a big studio audience today. It's good to see everybody. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, there's, a, there's a sign in the back. There's a sign. Look at the signs. Look at the signs. Yeah. Looks like college game day over here. All these oh, people. Yeah. Fans. All the fans. There's a streaker. There's a streaker. <laughs> Let him go. Let him go. <laughs> Need like a Lee Corso helmet or a mask out of the day. Yeah. Brutus. Brutus the Buckeye. The Buckeye. Yep. Know all the mascots, guys. I know all the mascots. Yeah, that'd be a fun. Yes, the next uh, maybe grow summit. Maybe the next. We'll, we'll, I'm going to find a way to challenge you. We're going to put you on stage. Maybe that's what we'll do. I, I know them all, but I don't know them all because there's going to be some something that snuck in. Like like there's a new one, James Madison. I just saw that the other day. I'm like, nah, I don't know. They're yeah. ranked 25 in college football. I'm like. James Madison. I mean, it's got to be, be some colonial or yeah. presidential. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I know they're purpley and yellow, but I. I think, but I don't know. It's weird because <laughs> I can get like the visual on the helmet, and then I could I could drill yeah, down onto the logo, and then I can drill into the colors, and then I could back out and be like, okay, that's a falcon. Yep. Know, I know yeah, that's the Bowling Green, right? Yeah. Or for those listening, this is what some. I mean, the, Tim and I've been friends for what two thousand eight, yeah, something like that. Right after I moved out here, and. uh I mean, this has been a ongoing, developing yeah. challenge since then. I mean, he knows them all, guys. And it's some good. of them change. Like, for example, Tulsa used to be the Golden Hurricanes or the Hurricanes, and, and Hawaii used to be the Rainbow Warriors. Now there's the Warriors. Warriors. It's like they change their names over time, too, so you got to be a heads up on that. It does happen, you know, yeah. the, the Washington football team. <laughs> Commanders. <laughs> Commanders. All right, guys, got a good episode today. We're talking a little bit about the economy because this affects everybody. You know, even if you're listening overseas, you know, you're you're getting hit from all angles, too. It's a global kind of like, um, I don't know. Repercussion. I mean, it, it's affecting it's everybody. Global, yeah, global issues going on. So, so, like, listen, there was a video that we both saw. This guy was in Costco, and he's like, look, I know everybody's saying 7 8% inflation, but, like, I was just here four months ago. This pack of rice was seven bucks. Now it's fifteen ninety nine. This bag of flour was eight ninety nine. Now it's fourteen seventy nine. It's yeah. like that ain't seven percent. That's like seventy percent. You know, it's really interesting. It's like value versus perceived value, right? It's like what here. Here's what they tell us, but here's what it actually equates to. It's how you're and feeling it, exactly. In real life. Yeah, and and by feel, it's the cash coming out of your pocketbook. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we don't have a choice of thinking it's seven percent when you're paying a hundred percent more for that same item well we we mentioned this early in the pandemic years uh we were getting 30 percent increases by everybody vendor every single vendor we're getting 30 percent here 30 percent there and so like yeah why they were saying seven eight nine percent by the way it's always it's been 
8% has been the, the narrative for the last four years. It's like, or three years, 8%. No, that was 30%. Um, you know, gas has got, gone up 42%. Like everything's in the tens and twenties and thirties, not in the single digits yeah. for anything that I've seen yeah. in real life. And here we were talking about it kind of prefacing the show. It's one thing, you know, like we have to understand the conversation being had too, right? They're telling us certain things to make us feel like they're doing work and to make us feel like it's better. When you're going from quote unquote 8% to 7% and they're bragging about how they're lowering inflation, yep. but we're four times what it's been over the last decade. Yep. That's not a win. No. We're still losing heavily, yep. but just, it's just a little less pain in our pocket too. right and that's why you see interest rates going up and you know and which is weird because like in the u.s housing uh market it's weird because housing prices increased dramatically for the last two full years and interest rates have continued to grow over the last 18 months or whatever and i guess i'm, I'm just like estimating here but what's supposed to happen is that the housing price is supposed to come down problem is is that's a supply and demand, demand thing. Yeah. But the difference is, is the inflation causes more dollars needed to buy the same thing even two years ago because it the dollars the worth of the, the dollars yeah. worth less. Oh, I mean, I say to myself, like to that same exact tune. I mean, I bought my house February will be five years ago. On paper, it takes almost two times the dollars to buy my house today than I did five years ago. My house hasn't appreciated in twice its value in that amount of time. There's nothing in you know, that area that would dictate some kind of insane price increase like that. It's just well, not true. But everything's gone up. And that's the thing, but yeah, because everything's, you know, like the dollar has just gone yeah. to crap. And so it's like, okay, well, your house is worth more, but then if you sell, you're gonna have to buy a house that is also worth more. That, yeah. So you don't really win in the deal. No. Right? It's like, yeah. Or you, and then you got to buy in at a rate that's four times what you paid. And that's the other side of the coin, right? So um, I saw something just recently, uh, you know, a, a, the cost to for the mortgage of a $500,000 house today is over $1,000 more than it just was a year ago per month. The so average like, to, to own a median home. That report came out this week so somewhere. Does that mean everybody got $12,000 raises? raises? No. no. And, so, and so what's funny is none of this is funny if I'm being honest like what's interesting is is well wages haven't kept up with inflation so now the pressure goes on to employers to raise wages which we have and many of you have sure. but guess what else happens you have to raise your prices to your consumer and who ends up paying for it in the end it, the consumer pays for all of, all it. of it so it's like it, it was it was there was a vote here two, three years ago uh, for a local election, and it was like the minimum wage was going to go up like five dollars, and 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 everybody it, it passed with like flying colors. Why why did it pass with flying colors? Well, the people that were voting for it were not business owners, mm -hmm. and then when that law went into act, you know whatever in the January. Then there were signs on doors saying, "Hey, you know we've we've increased the pricing." We've gotten, we've automated these tellers at the, you know, McDonald's. We've, we've replaced, we've raised the rates on the consumers. We've fired people and we've replaced them with automation. And then everybody was in an uproar. Well, what do you think is going to happen? Where the, the businesses are just going to eat, absorb eat it. We're yeah. just going to eat it. No, those it's, businesses don't have the ability to. Right. And like, that's what people don't understand is it, unless you've been in that business and you understand the margins that it takes and like 
the, the profit that business walks away with at the end of the day, you can't add 30 percent to your to your payroll and expect there to be anything left right. in a lot of these businesses right restaurants are are, are lean 10 12 percent you know the gym the gym industry 12 15 percent you know like if you raise 30 percent on all the wages then it just eats into the profit and guess what they got to raise the top line revenue to let that trickle down duh right like <laughs> it doesn't take a rock this isn't rocket surgery right you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. this is not rocket surgery brain science <laughs> attention gym owners are you ready to take your business to the next level join our exclusive facebook group profit accelerator and unlock the potential to scale your gym to thirty thousand dollars a month and beyond in the profit accelerator group we're going to focus solely on helping gym owners just like you win we offer regular training sessions and share our best proven strategies to boost your business join us now by searching for profit accelerator on facebook be part of a community that's all about success and growth the profit accelerator where gym owners thrive all right now let's get back to the show so it's um it's just oh, not just common sense. So the question becomes like, how, okay, now with you've been you've been feeling it. You've been yeah. feeling it at the grocery store, the gas station, the housing market, the interest rates are all over the place. And now your your customers are also feeling it from there. And so now you got a, this fine line. What do you do? Do you raise rates and have people leave? And now you're stuck with less revenue. I, I mean. You're, you're it's a sticky situation. You're very much so. So if you're in a business right now that's running at profit, congratulations, that's good, right? That's kind of the idea. What are you doing with those profits to one, reduce your taxable income, but two, to also hedge against continued inflation? The Fed just came out, we're gonna to continue to raise rates. I think it's at over 8% for a 30 year uh, mortgage today. It was literally, it wasn't even two years ago now, it was 3%. It's wild what's yeah. happened, right? Well, Tim, why did why did why do they have why why is there inflation? Well, when the government spends money and just writes checks for the war, writes checks to Ukraine, writes writes checks to uh, social programs because people are up in arms about stuff and they start writing checks and create they created the dollars that didn't exist. Well, when there's more dollars out in the market, each dollar is worth less. That's just the way it works. Yep. So that's called inflation. And so now the Fed raises interest rates to get more of that money back to lower, to lower, to have to actually slow a little bit of the spending. And it's supposed to make some of the prices come down, which not happen. That did not happen at all right now. Um, and so here we are, here we are in a situation where your dollar's worth less, everything costs more. And it costs you more to borrow. Costs you more to borrow. So you've got to do something to have your dollars grow in hopefully, you know, in some investments that you have out in the, on the sidelines, or real estate, et cetera, Bitcoin, fuck, that's flying right now. I don't know if that's a smart play. <laughs> gold, gold was always the hedge against inflation. Sure. I just don't see it. Like, I, I, I mean, it's, it's supposed to have moved way higher than it has, and it's just being artificially suppressed, suppressed for some sure. reason. I don't know what's happening. There's, there's a lot of things at play that are going on behind the scenes that we don't know anything about. Well, I mean, to, along the lines there, I mean, just, just the global opinion of the dollar and you know having company countries back out of using the dollar as their standard and things like that that does impact mm -hmm. how the relation around that versus gold that versus other commodities all of those things compare so and nick what's the spot price on an ounce of gold right now 
look it up for us? Yeah. So like it was, it was $1,600 for years. And then like probably three months ago, it was shot up about two over 2000 and it stayed there for about 48 hours and then dropped back down to the 1900s. And I think this week it's back around 2000, but let's think about this for a second. If you're, if you're growing and shrinking at like, what is, what is a hundred dollars over 2000? 50%, right? No, hundred dollars no, over, over two. That's like, See, it's just, it's back down below 2000. It's 1978 today. So it's like it bounces around. So even if it went from 1600 to 1900, what is that? $300 300. over 16. So whatever the math says, I I don't know, a fifth, that's 20%. 20%. You, 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 you invested at 16, it's worth 19. You've grown your dollars by 20%, but the inflation they say is eight. That ain't it. It's 30, 40, 50%. So like, you're still not winning there. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, this is, um, <clears throat> I'm glad you kind of did that math too, because this isn't a situation where it's like, how good is next year going to be? The conversation is, am I going to be open at the end of the 2024? This is an opportunity. Like I, this is so severe and such a real thing that if gym owners aren't competent and in, in paying attention to this, their doors will be closed. The, the cost of doing business is surpassing the ability for you to pass that on to the consumer. Where do we, where do we make up those dollars? Right. And that's. To me, it's real estate. It always has yeah. been real estate. You Diversifying know, that income. Well, I think if you like, for example, we have a couple of iron circle members. One's just buying, they, they close uh, this week. Teresa and Justin close on their building. Eighth, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so they're closing this week on their building, and that's that's a life changing move. When you build, like you know, it was it wasn't like a three hundred thousand dollar building; it's like a three and a half million dollar building. It's good mm-hmm. for them, like right? I think it's huge. It's opportunity for them. So they're getting in at today's rate, right? Obviously, they have a better deal because of some of their sure. farms and stuff. But like the value of that building today, at three point four million, I think it's a three one or three four something right now. If inflation continues to where this goes, that's going to be a $4 million building. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna have grown their, their wealth or their assets by eight $900,000 because they just had their money parked in the building. Yes. That's it. And that's one of the few ways and few places that that's a, a, you know, a positive return for somebody. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you can't do that in a CD. You're not going to do that in your traditional savings accounts. You're not going to do it in most investments, mm-hmm. traditional forms of investment, you know, market and things like that. Crypto, even you're playing hot, way high risk there. Right. Really? High. So like real estate is one, and it, it's always been kind of known as one of the safer, if you may, places to, to put your money. But with everything that's happening right now, it's almost like the perfect storm compared to everything else. It is one of the only places I think that's going to give you back if you could afford the payments or if you have the cash to dump in it, I would not be having cash in my bank account. It's absolutely useless. No, I would, pu- I would put it into real estate. Real estate <clears throat> is undefeated over time. Yes. You can lose in real estate if it's a high and a low and you buy high, sell low in like one year, whatever. You hold that for 10 years, you're not losing. It's no. undefeated. Yeah. And here's and here's how I know it's undefeated. It's, it's always going to be undefeated. The reason real estate goes up and so many, you know, obviously supply and demand plays into the short term, but the long-term cycles of real estate are based on the fact that the government's gonna continue to spend spend money. money. Yep. And and taxes are gonna continue to increase. If we know those two things are gonna be true, which for the the entire (laughs) history of the government, that's always been true. Yeah. 
um, your, your, your best bet is real estate, period. And, you know, and real estate could be from residential or commercial. It could be land. It could be anything, right? It could be developments. It could be ranches. It could be, you pick it. Real estate's real estate. And, and again, if I mean, if it's a difference between having it sit in a, a savings account or, or buying a parcel that's not actually, you know, it's not turning cash flow or something like that, you're probably still better off buying something that's not going to cash flow you money today, but it's going to accrue that, that um, uh, in, you know, the um, equity over time that is the only place it's surpassing the well, look, I'm no real estate. Rate. I'm no real estate expert. I mean, I'm the furthest thing from, but I understand principles. And if you're going to buy into real estate, especially if you have a physical structure, you, you're winning at four different games. Like if there you, you one, you can win with cash flow if you can rent it. But yep. like piece of land, very few things you can do to to get cash flow off of that unless you rent it out to campers sure, or something yep. like that. But you're you're winning the cash flow game. You're winning the appreciation game. You're winning the depreciation game. And you're winning the tax game, like all of those games. And you can you can wipe out years of tax liability with one great deal. Yeah, and that's <clears throat> why all the biggest billionaires in the world all have real estate, and many of them became billionaires because of real estate. I mean, many of them are in tech now. Sure, but like the historical wealth creation has been always in real estate. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. What Other other than, obviously, diversifying or going elsewhere, um, what do you think about within the four walls of the business, like some of the things that we could do to combat um, losing money month over month? Well, you've got three ways to make more money and you could also decrease expenses. So it's like yep. you could either charge more. You you know, look, guys, there's there's people that are still going to have money regardless of the economy. They've got they've they've played the game better. Sure. Um, so don't be afraid like people are just not going to show up. You're going to people still need help. They need help working out. They need, you know, all these things. Um, I really think there's room for a high ticket. In, in all of this uh, situation, a couple great high ticket sales per month can change everything, right? Yeah. And what I mean by high ticket is I'm, I'm calling that four or $5,000 a, a sale, right? Like you can do four or $5,000 sales, that's 20 grand. That's 240,000 a year if you do that every month, right? I mean, obviously you're gonna have some highs and lows. That's a great way. Y- you mentioned it before, you can only raise your rates so much yeah. before you're gonna have a mass exodus. Mm-hmm. So. Can you raise your rates 30%? Depending if you're sitting at $100 a month, you probably could raise into 130, right? I mean, yeah. That's you could. Um hopefully you're not sitting in that in the lower, <laughs> but but some gyms are. You're listening to this, you're like, "Yeah, I'm at 129." Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you could probably raise your rates 30% and not really get a whole lot of pushback. Well, you, the the goal there is obviously you're not losing 30% of your clientele, mm-hmm. right? So as long as you're exceeding you know, closing that law. Lo- yeah. Exceeding those losses, you should be winning at the end of the day, but there's, there's risk and reward, you know, there's pros and cons, all yeah. of that. Now, 
maybe you do appreciate running a little bit leaner or mm -hmm. a little bit more streamlined business, less people, less focus, but you're doing it at a, a little higher rate. And True. I, I think that should kind of always be somewhat of a thought for a business owner. You gotta always be thinking, and here's something else you should be doing at least once a quarter, if not once a year, you gotta, you gotta throw these P and L's on the table. In fact, you probably should just print out your whole general ledger of all the expenses in line item. It. There you go. You may want to do like a, a general ledger of Per month, or you could just run the whole thing. Make my account. She just likes to give me the five thousand sheets. And just, like, good luck, right? Um, but but there's times I'll go through there. I'm like, what is this yeah. fee? And we then talk, I'll, I mean, then I'll go again the next month. Here it is again. What yeah. is it? And then I'll start digging in. And a lot of times they'll put their phone number on there. I'll call it. I'm like, what? The, what service? We is this? canceled this. <laughs> you know, a lot. Of, I've gotten refunds back. We're like, oh yeah, we forgot to cancel. Like you got to be heads up on this stuff, right? Sure. Um, that's 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 a good use of your time, especially towards year end, is taking a look at all your expense lines. Yeah. Um, are you paying for software not using? Are you double paying for subscriptions that you didn't realize you had two different audio or yeah, music, music. Yeah, subscriptions? <clears throat> um, I, I don't think there's any room to not prepare for raising rates or wages because your your employees are getting hit from all the ends too and they're getting squeezed and they're going to be looking at you as the employer to be like hey i need more money it's like okay but can the business afford it and can we bring in more money like there's all these equations you got to run uh, and, you know, and then other profit centers. I mean, again, you, you'd always want to go through that five question matrix that we always talk yep. about. Like, you know, can I, do I believe in it? Do I, can I sell it? Is there margin? Can I service it? All this stuff. Um, but other than that, what else do you really got? You've got some, you got some profit centers, raise rates, high ticket, cut expenses. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, depending on uh, like any business, right? Like the business as a whole is like a system. You've got so many different things that you can change to make an impact on whether it makes you more money or Levers. it's yeah exactly right and in some you know let's say it's retention that's a problem okay maybe we spend the next three months focused on how to keep clients longer which is going to add more money to the you know to the the penal at the end of the year all of these things should be in your understanding right you should know the levers you can pull and can adjust and things like that as a business owner there are things in i mean operational capacity you know, maybe it, maybe you've got somebody doing something that just takes way more time and energy and effort than it should be. Maybe we, we alter that somehow, you know, maybe you bring in automation instead of having two front desk people and you can trim that to a half a person or something, mm -hmm. you know, or a part timer. I don't think you can cut people in half yet. But uh, you know what I mean? Like there, th this is that's the joy of being a business owner. The joy, I say, you know, like it's it's fun. But um it doesn't have to be miserable, you know what I mean? And I think that the reason that we're doing this podcast is so that you know some of those things that you have available. You can use those things today as opposed to when it is going to hurt, you know, like when your back's against a wall and you're trying to figure out how to pay rent next month because all of these things continued and you didn't do anything about it. This is one of those episodes. It's kind of like a little, you know, Hail Mary for you. We're just throwing it out there, like get you to think a little bit deeper on mm -hmm. this is the state of how things are. This is what you as a business owner can do for yourself to not only just survive, but maybe thrive. You know, there is some opportunity in the chaos. What, do, what can you do differently? Um, much like when we went through with, you know, the pandemic and things like that at the end of next year. You know, whilst new businesses will be starting this, if things continue on this path, it's going to be a harder economic situation for every business. And I think that we're going to lose more and more of those that aren't competent business owners. Mm -hmm. 
you know, that don't have their, their eye on their numbers that aren't, you know, they're getting hit with bills and they're like, Oh, I didn't see that one coming. Well, why didn't you type of thing, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, and so this is, this is your kind of wake up call. Like this is the severity of what the business and the, the next year could look like. Plus, I mean, hell, we're going into an election year. We never know what's going to happen. Well, expect something to happen because yeah. it, it never doesn't. Something mm -hmm. wild is going to happen. Obviously, this war broke out. out of, nobody saw that coming, right? I mean, there's we knew something was going to happen, and that that's the start of it. Who knows what else is going to happen? So, anyways, keep your head on a swivel. Keep your, your weight on the balls of your feet. Be ready to move in any direction and uh, attack when you can attack. And also, you know, take care of your – get your house in order type of go. stuff. and. I mean, that's all you can do at this point. So um, hopefully this gets your wheels turning a little bit, maybe get you to settle back in and maybe refocus on, you know, look, look, we're towards the end of the year. You got a couple months left. You can make you can make 2024 a big year. You Hell can. yeah. Oh, there's yeah. going to be winners and losers yep. next year regardless. There's always a winner and there's always a loser. So. Yeah, but the losers are going to be the ones that, that are, you know, doing these things at the end of the year trying to save grace instead of preparing for, yeah. you know, the, the, the forecast of what we see coming. I mean, this is just a continuance of what we've been going through. And right now you have the opportunity to make decisions that are going to benefit your next year as opposed to getting hit by it and sidelined. Exactly. Head on a swivel. All right, that's it for this episode. Until next time, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.